Welcome to When Wit Happens by yours truly, Wit West. This is a podcast to help you celebrate life even when stuff happens. Around here, we focus on living our best lives in whatever way you see fit. Welcome and take a load off. Let's get started. Today's moment of inspiration comes from Oprah. You are responsible for your life. You can't keep blaming someone else for your dysfunction. Life is really about moving on. So again, welcome back. And we're going to pick up right where we left off in the last podcast where I found out what I possibly um, had in the hospital. Again, sorry for the delay in the podcast. I know I was supposed to have one last Monday, but I actually went out of town to visit my sister and my niece, and then there were other family things. So, you know, life happens, but we get right back on track, which is kind of the theme of the whole podcast. So we're back, we're live, and I'm going to tell you what happened next. So like I said, I found out I did have that illness and that illness happens to be fibrosing mediastinitis. I would have a pause for the calls for you to look it up or tell you more about it. But the truth is that there really isn't a lot of research about what this illness is, which brings into context why the doctor was kind of like, oh, they'd rather it be cancer because as terrible and horrific and devastating as cancer can be, they know about it. They've researched it. They've figured out treatment plans. They have lots of research-based evidence, tons of things they can do for people who have cancer if it's caught early enough. For illness where there have not been enough people who have it to justify, justify, um, in quotes, research, that means that there is nothing. There's no research. There's no cure. There's no plan for treatment. It's all kind of anecdotal. So there's things like, oh, this worked for this person. This didn't work for this person. We can try this or we can try that. So it's just really a person to person kind of thing, which sucks because you just don't know what the outcome is going to be. So essentially what's going on in my body is that there is a mass that is growing Um, in the mediastinum area of my chest and it's not that big um, but it's kind of where it's positioned that's caused the most issue it had begun to block off my airway which is why I had the issues with the wheezing and the asthma like symptoms and it also was blocking blood flow from my lungs it had actually kind of collapsed part of that area there which is why the blood can get into my lungs but can't necessarily get all the way out and be fully oxygenated which is why I need the additional oxygen because that oxygenated blood isn't able to fully flow back to my heart and to my brain like it should so I'm kind of working at a deficit 
which kind of made me um, more likely to wear the oxygen. I forget about it most of the time. At this point, it's been four years, so I'm very much used to it. And I'm happy that I'm able to have it and able to get around with portable machines, although I can't wait to get my smaller one. But still, I'm able to do a lot more when I have it. Just based on how the mass is in my body, um, my oxygen level is going to drop when I do activity either way. I just have to be careful with what I do and how I do it. But we'll get into more of that. I'll kind of give an update on life in another podcast. But back to what the illness is. So that's what it's doing in my body. And the best, I suppose, way to treat it has essentially been prednisone, which is a steroid. And if you know anything about prednisone, you know that it's the best and worst medication on earth. You feel much better when you're on it. And it's the worst because the side effects are horrific. At least for me. I guess for anybody when you're on such high doses. But I was on a high dose. So the symptoms I had were ridiculous. (laughs) I will say. First and foremost. As I had mentioned, I lost about 100 pounds. That started to go away rapidly once I took the high-dose steroids. I began to immediately gain weight because the medication gives you a real appetite. It makes you retain water, um, and it makes you just kind of easily gain weight. My doctor saw me a month later, and he was just like, Oh my gosh, we have to figure out a way to wean you off of this medication because you're having all the bad side effects. So I had gained probably 30, 40 pounds just in a month. My face was completely round. It's not like I have the slimmest face, but my face shape is not round. But on the medication, it was very round. I was getting acne on my face. I was having insomnia and also um, euphoria. So it's an odd sensation and they kind of work well together the insomnia and the euphoria because you're not sleeping so you're always tired but when you wake up you have a strange sense of euphoria so you're kind of able to go about your day it's kind of when you start to go back on the medication and the euphoria drops off first before the insomnia drops off that there becomes a problem and that also happened to me The doctor said, let's try this other medication that's used for patients who have transplants to help their body not reject the organs. So I started to pick up that medicine and lower some of the prednisone to help me ease up on some of the symptoms, which was good. So that's really where I've been in terms of what the illness is. I haven't really found out a lot more information about the illness since I got it. In moving to New Orleans, I'm with a new pulmonologist, which is crazy and scary in itself, but she's been great so far. Um, She's just kind of giving me different viewpoints and different possibilities that 
we can look into. Of course, she's just not as familiar with my case because she wasn't there from the beginning like my other pulmonologist. So she's just kind of going through all the files just to kind of catch herself up before we try anything new. But of course, I'll carry you guys along with me on that journey. So if you have any kind of questions about anything I might may have left out about what the illness is and what my treatment plan has been so far, feel free to hit me up on my social media um, and we can discuss and maybe it'll give me another idea for another podcast episode. For today's Adventure in Ridiculosity, I have a couple things to bring up because it's been a couple weeks. The first thing is all of these ridiculous eyebrows. I, I really thought we left this in 2017, maybe 2016. I thought we had kind of overcome the crazy eyebrows when people were braiding things into their eyebrows, when people were doing all other kind of foolishment to their eyebrows. I thought, thought we were good making feathers out of them, but now there's these halo and devil I why I just I just need y'all to leave your eyebrows alone I really don't remember when eyebrows really became a thing why they are the premier feature on people's faces nowadays that people obsess over but we we need to step back and just go back to the basics because all of these crazy styles that people think they want to wear out into the publics it's not mm -mm, it's it's not okay so let's just dial this back and not secondly i need to know who beyonce giselle knowles carter also known as blue ivy's mama thinks she is to confirm the on the run to tour on today and then have the audacity to make the pre-sale on the 14th when she knows good and well i get paid on the 15th because me and blue ivy are cool and i'm pretty sure that blue knows my pay schedule because you know she knows everything but still how dare she when I'm trying to get my budgetary life right and not overspend and not charge things on credit cards, how dare she release these tickets on the day before I, cause I'm gonna have to buy them. I'm just gonna have to, I'm gonna, I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting until the 15th. I'm gonna just have to be irresponsible and charge the ticket and pray before Mr. Jesus that I have the strength and the will to take that money once I get paid on the 15th and pay it directly to the credit card. But I need you all to pray for me because I generally do not have that willpower and that strength to do such things. But we are going to hope that there is a change in the season that this is a new day, a new month, a new dawn, and I won't be broke chasing behind Blue Ivy Mama. Thank you for tuning in to When What Happens, the podcast that lets you live your best life. You can reach out to me at all my social media. I'm What Happens 6 everywhere. W H I T. 
H-A-P-P-E-N-S, the number six, everywhere. Catch you guys soon.